With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Still in the basement, no longer alone. With my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see that's what's up. You never know who might run through. Legendary artist or someone brand new. You miss a lot when you miss one day. At least that's what I heard somebody say. But it doesn't really matter what whoever says. It's always a good show with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Brunch in the basement with Javon and Therese. Yeah. Let's see who we got today or what we're doing today or whatever it is, it's going to be good. Woo! Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you to Brunch. Not brunch. Gee whiz, it always feels like brunch. But in the basement with Javon and Therese. My name is Javon. And let me just say this. There's so much going on in this world right now. Um, but what we're what we going to do, what we're going to do right now is just going to play some music and um, get our heads in, uh, you know, a good space. A good space where we deserve to be in a happy space, you know. Um, this may not be the happiest of times, but um, for right now, just for this moment, we're not going to let the times dictate our emotions. How about that? How about that? So um, I can't think of any better way of ensuring that we are pumped up <laughs> than by playing some of the music by today's special guest, Alternate. So how about we start with some of that?
Uh oh, I see that. I see that shoulder shake. I see that. <laughs> I think. I think Rez was was waiting for me to stop um, messing with y'all. And and you know, Rez, I I kind of I did this thing today where I I know it's always something, right? Well, I started out just on YouTube because. Those people, you know, those of you who have subscribed to YouTube, what you are seeing is me redeveloping my DJing skills. So y'all can let me know what y'all thought about that. I just did a mix of alternate just music, just all alternate, like, you know, and ended with Party Girl, but you're free to do what you want to do, you know, all that and you know, some other stuff and blah, blah. Um, Facebook is always, it, it, it's so dramatic. I don't even get it. You know, like it, it's like they, they realize who we are. And so they allow us to broadcast, but then somewhere in the middle of the broadcast, they decide to shut us off. And then they say, Oh no, let them play. Then they play. And then they shut us off again. Then the whole thing, whatever they allow to go on, you, you catch it on Facebook. You can see the, the feed, the playback, right? And then I'll get a notice that either UMG or Sony or somebody is saying that we can't, you know, they're going to quiet it down, you know, like uh, mute our, our uh, video because of the music. And then they say, oh, They've released that because they understand who you are. You know what I think it is? I think the music, I've just convinced myself on Facebook that I think the music um, is loud and they can't listen to everybody's conversations they're trying to have. Ooh. You know what? I love you. Can I say that? And you could say fuck. And I love you. And and that's that. Okay. Um. So everybody who joins us usually via Facebook, I'm asking you to please, please subscribe to the YouTube page because. That's where I start, and really, that's where I'd like to end. Um, I, I, you know, before Rez comes on, I'm not just going to talk your ear off because I, I've, right now I'm just in this headspace where I could really say some wrong stuff. And what I, what I mean by saying wrong stuff is stuff that I'm feeling right now in this moment and may not actually believe what I said in the moment, in the heat of the moment, because when I'm angry, when I'm angry, I'm all over the place. And right now, wait, 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 let's, let's unpack that for a moment. Let's unpack that. A little Javon therapy by Rez. Thank you for that. That's very funny. But, you know, but seriously, no, because, you know, Angry, I know that it can have thoughts rapid and racing, right? Um, and maybe perhaps how the delivery is, or maybe perhaps um, the extreme of the delivery. But let's talk about that content, though. Because, you know, like, like 
oftentimes when people are, I find, I find this, when people are drunk or angry. Drunk or angry. There's a truth that is, that exists. That's true. That's know, true. In, in that, that vernacular. So, you say you're angry and you're all over the place. Well, I mean, you know, I can co-sign with that because, you know, I, I spotted it, I got it. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like, hmm, I think it would be less true for you if you're angry. Does that make it any less true for anybody that's angry? Like, particularly, let me let me put that in context, in content for you, context for you. The rioters, a lot of them are yelling, angry, reasonably so. Absolutely. I take everything they say for being true as as a woman in black skin. True, true, true. Like this is not something we peel off. This is how we show up to the party. You know what I mean? And and um, so you know, I'm going to allow you the grace. Yeah. See, and and you know what? You know what's odd since we're doing a little Javon psychotherapy? I give everyone else permission to be angry. Mm. And I can sit with everyone else's anger. I can accept when I'm counter angry. Like, let's just say that I'm angry with you and you're angry with me and the shit that you're saying makes no sense to me in that moment because I'm that angry or what you're saying is ridiculous regardless of when you say it, you know, then I can, I, I, whatever. But I, I, I also know that because I am this close to retirement, I really have to be careful of my public words. And that's where that is. I have to take care of my future self. I think, and I think about Javon, the young person, who was the original DJ. Hey, you know, I'm not going to say what my DJ name used to be because that would cause too much laughter and divert us from the issue here. Um, so I have to take care of my future self. I have to take care of those that I care for, which right now is everybody. I just care about everybody. Um, Also am cognizant of the fact that everybody don't give a shit about me. So um, when I talk, when I speak, I have to be clear about what I mean. Not so much that I'm holding back what I mean. Look, that person that killed Mr. Floyd, that king, who killed that king in the, the cold-blooded way, I, I, I have no qualms with saying that I hope he's persecuted to the fullest extent of the law and beyond. And, and what I mean by that is that I have spiritual beliefs that there's penance to be paid for this. You know, you, you, you can't just be a devil and go to heaven. That, that just don't make sense. But anyway, not that this heaven. Well, anyway, I'm not going to get into that. But, okay. Uh, see, this is what I'm saying. I start talking in circles. Nah, you know, there's, you know I, I get it, man. I get it. Uh, I'm, I'm equally as outraged. I've just had more time to do my yelling and screaming and crying. And, and you know, hell, even sometimes when I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just, Go to 
stop judging my, my own emotional um, um, stuff and just be, you know, um, because we, what we saw, this is going to, this is now, if you, if you think about prophecy, right, and you think about, you know, are we all, are any of us surprised that we are now in a, in a, in a global revolt, revolt? No, we're not. And this has been coming for a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because white folks have colonized all over the planet. Um, African Americans have a unique, a unique experience um, cellularly. Now, and and I say cellularly, let me tell folks that need to understand what that means. That means that my ancestors, your ancestors, and I'm talking about people who are African-American, people who are black, people who are black, okay, um, have things and trauma in ourselves that will never be repaired, um, never be repaired. They have managed to affect generations of our culture, um, of our, of our people. So that being said, they will never, ever be able to fix that part. Okay? Um, their pseudo and, and, and all of the, you know, and, you know, what's rich about it is that, you know, you're, people still running around talking about the looting and whatever else is going on that, quite frankly, ain't us doing it. No, you know? no. Ain't us doing it. Um, so just, I just want to be clear about that. But doing pre- peaceful protests is part of what we're supposed to be able to do here in the United States of America. And the system has long needed, long needed overhaul. You know, the police have long, like the police come as a direct descendant cellularly of, of patty rollers, what my, what my great aunt Chachi used to call them, patty rollers, which is slave catchers. Mm-hmm. Overseers, yeah. Overseers. So it, it, it's the same kind of mentality um, that exists. Now, not every cop, but right, right, right. But if you are, and I'll say it again, and I don't care who doesn't like the tone. You know, I'm not really here to. Now, I'm inviting you to the conversation. Um, so, if you are a police officer and you are a good cop, an honest cop, a cop that cares about community that you serve, particularly our community. See, I don't, I'm not really talking about if you're stationed somewhere and it's not a lot of, a lot of us that understands our culture and, and embraces our culture and, and knows how to, to de-escalate situations as they occur. Because situations occur in every culture. Let's just be clear, okay? Let's just be clear. I've had the privilege of living in the hood and living outside of the hood. And trust me, <laughs> situations are there, okay? So given that, if you are a good cop and you are not taking a knee in solidarity or you are not talking to your fellow boys in blue um, about the, the code of silence that, gets, that, that, that has been perpetuated and, and quite frankly served as being the, the noose, then you are equally as dirty. You cannot afford to be quiet at this time. You need to separate yourself. And I'm not saying, you know, walk away from the department. No, because we need you there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
what I'm saying is make it clear that you're not one of them. Make it clear that you're going to, to respect, you know, and honor your communities. Make it clear, you know, and that's something that you demonstrate. That's something that you verbally say. And sometimes people can, you know, let's, let's make sure there are no tacit agreements there. Like, you need to say the word. Yeah. There's some honor in saying the word. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Saying the word. Because you don't want anybody to misconstrue anything, you know. Don't assume you are because you wear this, this skin called this beautiful, luscious, glorified skin called black. We come in many, 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 many amazing hues, and all of us are descendants of kings and queens. Absolutely. So you see our king get snuffed out in the street with that look of, of uh, I don't even know, he looked like he was getting off to me. You know, it was really- oh, absolutely. It was cold-blooded. It was cold. It was cold. Yeah. It, it was, was, it was cold-blooded. Crazy intentional it was it was it was evil that's what i'm when i say devil like a lot of people will say oh the devils and uh, everybody's not a devil who who has been raised in a particular way and believes a particular thing because of the way they're cultural blah 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 some of them people you know this is what they learned and so you know it's up to us to un to unteach them or they, it's up to their lives to figure that shit out but to to snuff out another human being's life in such a cowardice manner it wasn't like it's man to man you standing up against yeah come on let's put up our dude it wasn't that and you got your boys around you and the man is handcuffed come on come on there was no chance so And I'm pretty sure that too may go to first degree. Yeah, yeah. Because Javon, there's no way that if I worked with you for a period of time, that was not even if I didn't fuck with you. Right. I'm familiar with you. Right. And I'm wondering, and this is just me. I know I don't know how many people out there. In fact, how many people out there are sitting with this? And and, and I'm gonna watch the chat on this one. If I work with somebody that I knew, I mean, they may pass in the hallway. This is a club, and they showed the picture of the club, and they interviewed the club owner as well, okay? So it's not a huge club. It's not like you're going to go to one wing and not see some. We're not talking about, like, Jacob Javits, okay? We're talking about a, a small club in Minneapolis where they, where they work together as security. So they had some reference space for each other. And I'm wondering if, if they didn't have some conflict then, you know what I mean? Some conflict because that was personal for the Mr. for, for Mr. Cox. Yeah, know. There's yeah. No way that you're leaning there watching people sit. There's no way you do that unless it's personal. So if they find out that they had some kind of conflict, and then it, it has to move up. Maybe George. Maybe. To the owner or something. Yeah. Without it amongst colleagues. Yeah, if I'm Benjamin, better you know, like the, the attorney for. The Floyd family, um, I would want to maybe be second, third bench on this one. Yeah. I'd love to do that as, as, a, as, a, as a voice of the people so that I could just say, well, I'll be the one to go to interview all the employees when they work together. Because the, the boss was already online saying that he was made happy. He liked the made crowd. Yeah, yeah. But once you know that, once you know that, it's it's like this. Um. I saw a video of a police officer um, calling a woman a bitch, and he said, shut the fuck up, bitch, or something like that to, to a lady. Now, 
I'm a civil servant. I'm not a police officer, but I'm a civil servant. I work for the state and for the city. I can't say that to anybody. Not not a client, not someone in the community. I can't say that to you on the air because regardless of what, even though I'm not working in my official capacity, I represent my the agency. You know what I'm saying? In in a particular way. So you can't do that. You just can't do that. But these guys they do it and they get away with it. But let me just say this I am glad this is the first time that police officers it, it let's let's put it like this. It what you're talking about in terms of good officers standing up and being vocal, there's a good chance of that now because of the way that we have shown up. Because the question now is why didn't somebody help? Because police good cops are seeing you know, one of them is going to take a chance because there are chief, chiefs of police that are standing up and saying this isn't right and we don't stand for this. And, you know, but let's see when somebody steps out of line, because somebody else will. I'm not hoping for it. I pray that it doesn't happen again. But somebody's going to do it again, that, that the next cop stops him. You know what I'm saying? I did see, I did see a situation because the situations are still happening, okay? I oh, yeah. Where someone they were, uh, and I don't know where they were filming it, but um, there was somebody being arrested, one of the protesters, and the natural takedown now includes that got dog on me. Yeah, yeah. I think that was robotic, you know, and I saw them being taken to the ground, and then bam, there goes the knee, right? And folks were screaming. And then the cop that was with him in the takedown grabbed the officer's knee and swung him around. And I said, you, you. now we're talking. But see, see, there's not a lot. There hadn't been a lot of that previously. Right. Right. The but blue wall of silence, everybody knows. Yes, but I think what, 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 I, what I noticed from that is, you know, you know moment, momentum is a big thing. Yes, yes. And what I noticed, when they took the guy down, boom, they mounted him, boom, boom, the knee was right there. It was like part of the, 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 the movement. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's so mechanical that you have to kind of now retrain yourself not to use that technique. Right. But you know what's, hold it feels like, you know? You know what's interesting in the word train? Mm. Okay. So, so I remember a few years ago there was another incident and everybody was up in arms, but we were moving around at that time. We had to go to work. We had to go, eh, eh. you know, you get so into this and that, and, you know, that this this thing happened at the right time. I mean, there's no right time for it. You know what I'm saying? But the response is the response because we can do that now. You know what I'm saying? We shut down. But I remember being something happened, some some person of color was killed by an officer and I was in a class and the the guy who was leading the class you know everybody had their feelings we were all up in our feelings because it just happened or whatever and he said well you know I heard the police commissioner say that there's going to be more training in this area and I said 
Why don't they have to be trained not to do this to white people? Why do they only have to be trained not to do it to black people? So even in terms of the knee, it may be your instinct, but if it was a white person down there, you'd know better than that. Exactly. So so the only training is you have to watch your bias, watch your prejudice. It's and, that's, a, and that's not even good enough. That is not good enough anymore. You know, I think that, you know, I think that mistakes, there have been too many mistakes, and now there needs to be actionable items on the map. Training, of, of, training is one of many things that needs to happen. You know, I yes. think that maybe if we, I think that, you know, because like, you know, cash rules everything around me. Exactly. So at the end of the day, you know, you make a mistake like that, you're out of there. Period. Pension gone. Bye bye. Ex- which is what? <laughs> See, that's what, that's what. Not, not administrative leave, not, not, not sit down and wait, not, not, not pay and, 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 and suspension. Bye bye. Pension gone. Start somewhere else. You clown. That's what should happen. Yes. Because, I mean, do you get, like, you know, listen, a termination is a termination. I think that when you terminate it, you have to forego all of your, your yeah. paid benefits are revoked at that point for egregious behavior. Right. Some of that in the place, and I'll bet you dying for a donut, they'll get that shit together. Exactly. Get together then. Exactly. Because Either one or two things will happen. Then, oh, I can't touch nobody, which means that you may have to use your brain, Mr. Officer, to de-escalate a situation. There is training for that. <laughs> exactly. You know, but what you're doing out in the streets ain't training for it. You know, that's not a training for it. That's a learned behavior, you know, and it's not, it's not okay. If you could talk people, if you could talk known killers into custody, give them water and McDonald's and Burger King or whatever else you want to give them, Okay. And they have killed people, multiple. Yeah. Little, little redhead clown's name. But no. you, could, you could take him into custody and many, many others. He's one of many that they've taken into custody alive, okay, that have done, killed on record for multiple people. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. Um, I think about, I've, I've been in my mind taken back to the Abner Luima situation where um, one cop went to jail and the others who were there and allowed him to take that broom and sodomize that man. I think there were two other police officers who witnessed it and allowed it to happen. They were just let go and they became firemen. Yes. Crazy. Yep, that was that was New York City. Yeah, they probably they probably at this point by now uh, have reached retirement and living off a, a fancy little pension. And see, that shouldn't have been allowed to happen. Civil service opportunities are just that. It is a, it is an honor to serve the public. When you disgrace that that honor, then you should not be allowed for taxpayer dollars to to uh, employ you in any way, shape, or form. See, that's the reform I'm talking about. Right there. Right yeah. there. And I don't care what union, what benevolent society, any any of that does not matter. You know, um, you kill, you point the life, you know, the and we know the difference between an accidental and something that happened. You know, take your guns out of the face 
of our community. Take your guns out of the face of our children. You know, all of that extra bravado for somebody that, you know, I watch, I've been watching too many videos. And actually, you know, I need to give myself a pause because, you know, I find that, you know, for my own um, healing justice, I have to step back. And I have to, you know, be able to just kind of give myself hugs again because I, I, you know, and, and calm me down and, and just be familiar with my own touch and tell myself it's going to be okay, even when I feel and see otherwise. But you know what? They were all charged today. Um, they they they, uh, they revamped the initial charge they gave that the yep. main Hitler. And um, I'm hoping by the end of it they all are uh, murder one. Yeah. And, and put in jail for a very long time. Absolutely. Let me just um, take a, a second here and say hello to some of the people who are listening. Um, we have a live stream going on Instagram also. I'm hoping that they can hear both of us. Uh, you know, I got Instagram, I got everything going on right now, and I'm not really sure <laughs> who can hear what. So if anybody out there has access to our Instagram page and just could let me know whether or not both me and Therese can be heard right now. That would be great. And then if anyone else or maybe even the same person might want to dial 347-996-5394 and just let me know whether or not we can all be heard on uh, the podcast. Um, that would be really helpful right now. And um, Carmela, how you doing? You've been here since the top. And Pops, of course, we love you to pieces. Got to talk to him after the show. Always want to do a production meeting after the show now. That, man. I, that, I'm like, Pops, Therese, can we have a, pro- a quick production meeting? I'm like, this is so exciting to me, man. This is dope. <laughs> Both of y'all are the best. Y'all are dope. I am so blessed, man. I, you know what? I am so blessed. Right now, today I've been very stressed. Very stressed. You know, work is stressful for me right now. It's hard to do a very stressful job when you are under an enormous amount of stress outside of work. You understand what I'm saying? And they want to keep going like it's a regular business. It's not regular business. You know, things are going on. So anyway, um, I'm doing the best I can. Um, So Pops is talking about hump day. And Keith was saying that him and Audrey Wheeler downing and Cindy Mazzell were doing the background vocals on one of the songs that I was playing. That's what's up. Keith, let me know what song that was. Um, uh, Pops is trying to remind everybody to please share this on if you're watching it on YouTube, please share it on all your social media. Um, if you are listening to YouTube, listen to listening or watching us on YouTube, please subscribe. Um, also tell somebody. There's P Boogie, Hump Day for Real, Turn It Up, Javon and Therese. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, Crystal Atmosphere and Mika. Yes, and Mika's in the building. Um, yeah, Pops again is saying, you know, that um, this is a needed, a necessary conversation. Um, Carmela said I was doing great. I think she's talking about the DJ skills. Oh, we can yeah. do it. <laughs> and she also says hi to you, Therese. Um, Devon 
Williams. How you doing, sweetheart? Love you to pieces. And Richard Britt is waiting for Ultra, who's from Baltimore. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. She should be um, popping on in, in about 10 minutes. So keep holding on. Keep hanging out. She'll be here shortly. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, Walt. Walt Taylor. And uh, Pops is trying to encourage me to speak my mind. My mind is so, y'all don't really want to go in there. <laughs> Devon is like unpacking. Yes. And I like that, Pops. Liquid truth. You know what, Therese, if, if you had to define liquid truth in this moment, would you say? Like if we played rapid fire and I said liquid truth. Okay. Yeah. Bless their heart, you know. Like I watch the news and I just um, see those those babies in their faces, and I'm so overwhelmed with pride, joy. Yes. It's like a flood of emotions. Yes. Particles electric, you know. But most of all, you know, I pray for their safety, you know, because we we still like, and I just said this earlier today, we are we are in two pandemics simultaneously. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. The oldest pandemic being racism. Mm. You know? So it's so much out there on the line right now. And, you know, they are not our ancestors. You know, our ancestors were raised in all these, but these, these, these are, these are descendants of them. Right. You know, men are stronger, faster. And, and you know what? They're, they're just outright changing. They're going to change the world. And, and you know what? This is what was feared anyway, which is the reason why so many things were put in to try to contain it and do this and do that. And they just, they just can't do it because when the people are united, we can never be defeated. You know, speaking of which, I I, I was I think I was um, doing some DMing with Kevin E. Taylor. Shout out yeah. to Kevin E. Taylor. Shout out to Rev. Rev Kev, right? Yeah. And I I was saying to him how it struck me in a particular way. Like I mean, I always looked at our people, and I always thought we are kings and queens. But like with so many other things in my experience, in my brain, I think it, I feel it, I believe it, I move on, because I take it as the truth. So there's no need to discuss it. But this thing right here, this dude had the nerve to do that to a king, to, to, to a king. And we are such powerful people. We are strong, resilient. I know why they're mad. Like, I know why they're jealous. We all do. We all do. We know why they're jealous. First of all, you know, they couldn't do half the stuff by themselves, so they needed what they deemed to be assistance, you know. And, and why people, just think about the fixed mentality that goes along with somebody that says, I'm going to steal you and you're going to work for me for nothing. You're going to do my work. Like, think about already where that mentality is. Think about already where that mentality is. To come someplace, colonize it, you know, or come someplace 
It's beyond me. What yeah. What exists to them on the planet? From, from educate, they have, they have managed to twist and bend every ounce of education, you know. Like and then and then this turned around, made you compete for it, made you feel like nothing if you didn't have it. Yeah. All trick now. Yeah, yeah. Even if we're teaching folks that Columbus discovered something, how do you discover something with people already on it? Yeah. So the whole thing is yeah. like a fraud. It's evil and cunning. Yeah. To compete in something that they didn't qualify for, and you know, like it's just all so interconnected, all of it. And and Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell, his thing preserve that. That's why he doesn't care. Like his whole thing is to fill the courts, fill the courts. That's why. That's what he's trying to do. He just wants to put his people in. It's. I. I want to give the these. Mitch McConnell is running industry, honey. He's ridiculous. The the pipeline to prison. Because if people control the courts, then they control the capital. Exactly. Institutionalized labor, all of the above. Exactly. And I've said it. I'm sorry. I'm I'm tired of being politically correct about some things because he's a jerk and all of them. They need to be terms on every seat in government. No more long terms, no more dying out of the bench. No. Some of these old decrepit little fucks need to be out of there. Clarence Thomas, because everybody wearing our skin ain't of us. This is true. And quite a few of them. They need to have four term limits. Just like president, you get four years. And if you if you stumble in those four, you get out of there. You get a guaranteed one and everything else has to be renewed. That's what they should really put in. You get elected for one with possible extensions. And the people decide whether or not you're going to be in there. Yeah. And exactly. Where do you go and I'm guaranteed? Where do you go and you're guaranteed to get four other than the military? Exactly. No, you're absolutely right. So I don't think that any of these seats that these folks are holding right now, anybody in office, anybody serving the public, doesn't just get arbitrary life sentences on these seats acting crazy. No, no. I think they they all need to get you get them. We get one year with a possibility of renewal. And that includes the president. Get them out of here. That way you don't have time to get in silos and committees and do all this fraudulent crap. Get them out of here. Well, I think they might need a little bit more than one year. I nope. I, I <laughs> Teresa's like no, no. Looks like, like if you get a contract working anywhere, you get you get your you get your year, you get your 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 um your audit. We will evaluate you to see if you go further. See, meaning your term could be four, but you get evaluated on every one. And if you're not making it. <laughs> okay. So, um, Alternate is holding on right now. And we, we, we got kind of deep right here. But what I want to do before I bring her on, okay, um, because a lot of people, you know, have been waiting to hear her. I just want to play one of her songs and let's just set it up for her. I don't want to, I don't, you know, right. Ultra. I don't know whether or not you can hear me, but we can't see you. We we won't be able to see you because I don't think you have your, your camera on, but maybe that's the way you want it. And if that's the way you want it, okay. But we want to see you darling. Cause we love you. And we haven't seen you in a while in quite a while. 
looks like she's behind the screen. But anyway, I, you know what? So I did a little mix earlier. And, um, yes, yes, I agree. Also. No, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. It's okay because yeah. So, so we will be able to see ultra in, in a few, in a few minutes, but I just found, and I'm very excited whenever I get new music, when I find new music from people who I admire, like Ultranite, and I admire her for a whole bunch of reasons. And when she comes on, I'm going to talk to her about some things in terms of how she stays so healthy and beautiful and youthful because that woman is fine. Okay. And she, she is, she just is. Whereas, you know, I fall in love every week, right? <laughs> this is alternate week. Okay. And, but wait, hold up now, hold up now. Cause I'm not kidding. I, I just got to play this one song. I just found, I didn't, I had never heard it before. And she actually posted that, um, this was released recently. And so maybe I'm not the only one that is just hearing it. So we're going to do this and then we're going to play, we're going to bring Ultra Nate on the screen with us. Yes. Name of the song is Desire.
everything is alright Don't need anyone to hold you tight at night Gentlemen, Ultra Nate. Isn't she? She. I'm just saying. I only invite the pretty ones. <laughs> Sorry for your loss. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's losses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, who next? You know, am I next, or you know, someone else that I love, or you know, some other friend? It, it just seemed like everybody around me, from um, music business people to um, close friends. Um, fortunately, you know, no one in my immediate family has been affected. Um, hospitalized, yes, but. Um,
stay close to my family, just kind of um, sequester myself in the studio. I've been writing like crazy, trying to finish my next album, and really stay focused on that. I had to show you guys, like, you know, I know this date is coming up, and I had forgotten, and uh, Angelo, my manager, reminded me yesterday, and I was like, oh, my God, okay, I've got to get my mental together. Because, you know, <laughs> a lot. I, just, I, just, I, wasn't, I wasn't there yet, so I guess you guys are trying to jump me back into the game. Oh, well, we're honored. We're honored. And you know what? You can just be, you know? Exactly. You exactly. Yeah, because it's all good. I'm here for it. You know, I'm here for it 110%. I think it's just, um, you know, it was so much at one time. Like, I was aware of what was happening, maybe more so than some because I'm a part of the international community. And mm-hmm. so a lot of my friends um, that were in Italy and other places, you know, I was talking to them and they were, you know, saying, like, listen, this is a 12 alarm blaze. Like, things are going bad. We're in a really bad situation, and it's coming you guys' way. Like, you've got to really be aware. And there was still this lull here in the States where people really didn't get it. I mean, obviously, the federal government was completely, like, whatever. Non-existent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just got to, it came to a place where I was, like, I did my, my uh, last few sugar on uh, Sunday, March 8th um, here in Baltimore, at Baltimore Soundstage, and Louis Vega was like, that's an, you know, a really amazing turnout, like, you know, amazing, amazing, amazing night. But after that night, the next day, just the feeling came over me, like, I can't do another party because this, this tide, is, this tidal wave is coming. And, you know, we all have to be aware. We have to be proactive. We can't react after it's too late. We have to react now. So I, you know, I immediately canceled my upcoming parties and uh, and you know it was hard to do um you know Lisa Mooney and I we about we were going back and forth evaluating a lot of things and trying to consider a lot of things um the venues you know we didn't want to leave the venues hanging but you know we're just trying to express to them that by the time those dates were going to come up it was going to be a completely different energy in the air anyway people were not going to want to be necessarily out and partying and in close proximity to each other like the 12 alarm blaze was going to be on our doorstep at that time. And it is more important for us as, as um, part of the community to be aware, you know, that you can't put a situation in place where people can jeopardize themselves, even if they don't feel like, you know, it's a problem as of yet, mm-hmm. you need to be able to make that call and not be reactive, but proactive. So that's what we did. And since that moment, I've just kind of been, you know, just kind of in my own space in my head. And, uh, you know, just taking a lot of it in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then obviously the music business has suffered an extension level event, but we're going to survive that. I mean, that's what artists do. You know, we can't gig right now if, um, to any degree. And when we are able to gig again, I, I don't know what that's going to look like in terms of, you know, social distancing and things like that. But, um, you know, music always finds a way because the, the art and the healing that people need, it, it, it finds a way. I know everyone here is dying to get on the dance floor and just release a lot of the anxiety that we've all been feeling. And, you know, I feel it too. I, I, you know, I'm still a club kid at heart. So I miss my, I miss my friends. I miss the folks. I miss the dance floor. I miss playing live for people. I just miss that, that energy. You know, I'm, I'm that kind of person where I, I, you know, I kind of vibe off other people's energy. So I really miss that. But, you know, right now we have to still be smart. You know, we have to, to really pay attention. We have to realize there's a lot of misinformation, disinformation out there. A lot of people with opinions and no facts. And um, just, 
you know, just try to navigate this whole thing and um, and be smart about it and take care of each other. Like, be responsible. Wear your mask. You know, that's the, you know that's the least that you can do. So you know, that's it. Amen. Let that marinate just for a minute. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so much, there's so much like dissension and just you know, there's so much agita out there in the community. Um, you know, people don't want to wear a mask, or they don't want this, or they don't want that, and it's like, you know, it's not, it's not always about you. It's, it's about mm. the greater community. Like you're, you're a part of the greater community. So mm. this is something that we're all in together because if this is still existing out there in the world, it, it has every potential to come back to mm-hmm. haunt you and affect you directly. But why does it have to get to that point mm-hmm. where it's right on your doorstep for you to feel like you are part of protecting the global community? Like, mm-hmm. You know, our seniors or, or people are immunocompromised or have underlying conditions. You know, that's just ridiculous. Right. Right. Everything. Everything you said and then some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, if this doesn't bring us together under the understanding we are all connected, nothing will. I'm convinced of that, you know. And um, you know, I just pray you are staying healthy and you I know. am staying healthy. Now the one thing that's been a, a, a good thing is that I have been, you know, paying attention to what I eat, you know, uh, either doing weight training at home or uh, yoga, I've started doing bar things, you know, bar workouts at home. Um, biking, and, you know, I have been staying very, very active. In that area, that's kind of the thing that's kind of, that keeps my, my mental together. It's music and exercise and, and, and hanging with my friends and just vibing and my family, obviously. But that's a really important component for me. So, yeah, I've been drilling down into that pretty heavily. Nice, 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 nice. The last time we spoke with you, you were talking about um, some of the healthy things that you maybe ingest or yeah if you know our our listening audience has changed it has grown you know we're doing things differently now as you can see we didn't have you visually before and so even with that the platform has changed somewhat so if you could you know give us some healthy hints me I've been sitting around eating donuts and bad things and not taking any vitamins at all. <laughs> so it's, it's it's bad. It's really bad. You know, I'm talking about other people abusing me. What about me, you know, abusing me? So if you could give me some hints about how to treat myself better, what what could I, what should I do? One of the things that I found to be very, very helpful is to have, to download a food app mm. and to plug in every day what you're eating. And to set your macros, and a lot of people are like, what are macros? Like, what are you talking about? Your macros are your split, your nutrient split between your proteins, carbohydrates, and your fat. And to set your macros so that you're getting the right amount of all of those components that you need every day. And then you you set your your app for where you want your weight to be, whether that's to sustain or to lose weight or to whatever. And you really just pay attention to everything that you're eating and you plug it in. And then you kind of know, okay, I can afford, you know, half of this donut. I've got to, you know, be a little bit on the straight and narrow tomorrow. You know, it's all about balance. It's not about deprivation. It's about moderation. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it is harder 
know, you gotta, you know, not be quite so hard on yourself in this situation, trying to keep yourself sane a little bit, but you don't want to eat yourself into a point where you make yourself more depressed because then you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, who am I? I don't even recognize myself. And now, you know, I feel like a flop. And that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother level, but it's part of the depression. It's part of the anxiety, recognizing it for what it is. All of that is energy. And the energy is either going to be positive or the energy is going to come out negative. And the, and the overeating is, is a negative source for the energy to be burned off. So just recognizing that you do things to offset that. So you try to move around a little bit more, even if you're in the house. There are days when I'll just like jog around the bar in my kitchen and, you know, just turn on a mix show from one of my favorite DJs or something and just jog in my kitchen and do my, you know, my, my crossroads, jump rope series or something just you know right here in my house it, you know it's not that difficult you just have to kind of commit yourself to move you know even if you're not specifically working out just to move to burn calories and these days you got Fitbit, you got your apple watches you got apps that are on your phone that track your, your steps like you've got assistance out there mm-hmm. you just got to use the tools so that's that's kind of the first thing i would i would recommend to people and then to not keep junk in your house and that's the hard part yeah. Well, that's hard for me because I have a militant, a militant um, wife that loves me, and she'll come through and wipe out an entire cabin and stuff. Like she's no, old. you can't keep it in your house because that's the devil. Like that's the <laughs> to go down. One tree, like one tree, you know, and then after that, there's nothing else in the house. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's that's what you got to do. That's but stuff. you know, it's about your goals. Have it. Have a tape measure too. Have a tape measure and measure your waistline. That'll keep you in check. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Well, you look fabulous. You always look fabulous. Um, Thank you. I've been doing more vegetarian. I'm more vegetarian. Like, I need to keep my protein up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, expect. I started working on this album. 
and this would be my tenth, and it actually gets the uh, gets the early. Wow. It's called Glass House, and um, the the crazy thing about it is I started writing it last year, roughly, um, in and around my schedule, which was like manic. So I, I was getting a few things done, but I wasn't able to really dig in as much as I wanted to. And I had kept the month of April completely open from traveling so that I could settle down and put some consistent time in in the month of April and then get back on the road in May and into the summertime. But the the, uh, the premise of the album was about, was about a precious hothouse flower, which is actually a metaphor for us as a civilization, which are in this glass house, which is its trade space mm. from the, the difficult, chaotic world on the outside. Which now in turn ends up being our reality in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. That safe space kind of in turn becomes a prison because you have to stay in that space in order to thrive and live. And so it's it's about the um, the, the difficulty of both sides of of our lives of being of trying to grow and be better, but being trapped kind of mm-hmm. by our own technology our own you know too smart for our own good and getting and getting back to some of the more simple ways of thinking and doing things and in, in all of our technological advances we've kind of lost touch with some of the basics of humanity and so that's what it's about how fragile that balance is because you know the more technology we get more technology driven we are more advanced we have the flyer we think we are and the more that we think you know we're in, we're in control of something and we're absolutely not mm. And that's where that's where we are now. That ends up being like our reality. So since I was on lockdown and I've been travel and you know gigs have been postponed, rescheduled into 2021 and all of that madness, I just have kind of dedicated my time to being disciplined enough to write every single day, even if it's wow. something minor, even if it's just a hook, just an idea, just a melody, a lyric, or something. But being committed to writing something every day, and I think I got got that. Um, I had been trying to incorporate that discipline for a long time because I had read like either Elton John or Paul McCartney or both probably. That was kind of their habit that they would just write something like spend 20 minutes a day just writing um, or not, but just not like grinding, grinding, grinding to the point where you burn that momentum out of letting your creative processes flow, just getting in flow, which is a state of being. Um, and it's been working for me, I think. You know, even on days where I'm like, oh, I don't feel like it, you know, but I'll just, I'm like, just go sit at your desk, you know, turn the music on and open your notebook. And I still need to write in a, in a physical notebook mm. because it just works better for me. I've tried writing on computers. Mm-hmm. That happens, mm-hmm. but it's something, something in school is lost yeah. that way. So, yeah, you got to have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. very important for me. So that's what I've been doing and it's been working and I'm. I, I'm, I'm much closer to at least finishing the writing component of the album, and then comes all of the production. Nice, nice. Yeah. Who are you? Do you have them lined? Do you have folks lined up for your production? Is someone you? I don't know yet. I'm working with a, a few different people, and I don't want to put their names out there because you okay. never know until the actual song is finished. Gotcha. How many evolutions it might go through, like Twisted, for example, which is one of a lot of people's faves. I wrote that with the influence to a really great, like, soul, retro, soulful track. Mm-hmm. And then we, you know, gave it to Poor Hero, and then they came with this, you know, lovely acoustic slice of heaven. And we were like, that's the album cut right there. <laughs> so, you know, songs go through process. It's just a matter of getting really good songs in the can first and then seeing how they evolve. 
So that's how we work. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Wait, do you do most of your uh, production home or abroad? Both. Both? Um, I write here at home. Um, some of the production is done here at home, and then I send it to whoever I'm collaborating with. Mm-hmm. Or they've already done some production on it and send it to me, and then I write a song mm-hmm. to the track. It happens in different ways. Gotcha. Gotcha. Why? Why, in your opinion, um, do you think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wave my hand over the screen so that Javon can blink? But, um, <laughs> why, why is it? Do you think that um, uh, artists, so many of our artists, do so well abroad? What's your opinion on that? And what do we need on this side to get that together? And and somebody did chime in um, from Brazil that they love you in Brazil. Yeah, we have a whole chat over here just burning up, and I we're, Javon usually reads a lot of the comments. Uh, I'm glancing over at them, and they are on fire in the chat right here. I, I, let me just say the 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 majority of them are going crazy over your beautiful smile. Uh, all right, so that's all I'm gonna say about that. Records, which is under, 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 under
Exactly. So we could we you could turn it on in here free and then um Mahalia Jackson right after that. You know? And then Michael Jackson right after that. You know. Yeah, but that that's how that's how we do it because but we like that. So so let me ask you Payola. Look, look, I'm I'm not asking people to to pay us. We're not asking at this point. <laughs> because whatever it is, if we like it, guess what? It's going to be on there anyway. You could pay if you like. We're not like saying no, but at the same time, don't worry about it because your music is being heard. It's being played. So, um, you know, and that's why you know, we we just like Everything we like is just going to be on on the radio station. We'll I'll send it to your people so they can send it to you. Um, how to how to uh, check out the radio station and and you could hear it for yourself and you'd be like, oh God, these ladies weren't kidding. They play all kinds of stuff. And I asked the question because um, most of our audience is abroad, you know. So um, so hearing it now, like our biggest where are we big now? The biggest Germany, it seems like for some reason. Yeah, just, just, it's interesting, you know, and um, and and to add that, just so you know, it, it is licensed, so you will be getting the publishing and stuff from it. So royalties, yes, yes, yes. She was waiting for that. She was like, "How y'all just playing my music? How you? No, 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 no. We." <laughs> Yes. Well, and I wonder about that too. You know, I'm like, I hope everybody's getting paid like they're supposed to be getting paid. You know, um. To, Okay, good, good. That's that's good to know. I'm, sometimes you, the, the way the world is, you you think you're paying, and then the the money could be going into somebody else's pocket. You know, I exactly. So, but I, I wanted to be above board. So let me ask you, since we're talking about different genres and very, what who were your earliest influences musically? Um, you have a very unique style. So um, I'm just curious. How did you develop that? You know, I, I checked out DJ Skinner's wonderful 
um, a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you're familiar with that event that he does every year, but it's in honor of Stevie Wonder for his, for his birthday, and it's nothing but Stevie Wonder. Mm. And it was 24 hours this year, and it was so amazing because there was so much great music, and it's just like, you know, it was the fabric of what I grew up on, you know, hearing that stuff, and, and I could hear, you know, from listening to things like Stevie and Chaka and, uh, you know, just so many really great black artists that were on the radio or, or either in my mother's collection. She had an amazing kind uh, collection at the time. And I would listen to things like, you know, LTV. Exactly. You know, 
with my dear brother, uh, 
uh, DJ Beloved here in uh, Newark. And um, he, uh, you know, we talk about the concept of tribal house, you know, and how it's, you know, wonderful. I don't mind busting a sweat, but eventually I want to hear a vocal, you know. I do want to hear a vocal, you know. Um, I come from the world of vocalists, so I do want to hear hear that. So you're right. You're right. No, they elevate. They elevate, uh, you know, people's spirit in a different way. And um, and it's important. Now, it's important to create good songs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, unfortunately, it's so easy to put music out now that it's, it's kind of dialed down the quality of music that can be put out there as well. So you've got a lot of mess out there with the good stuff, which makes it a lot harder for the, the consumer to disseminate, you know, mm-hmm. what's good, what's not. That's a little tricky, um, but it is important, and it's important for artists to experiment and to not be afraid of, well, this is what the sound is, the sound is right now. If I went by what the sound is right now, through my whole career, I wouldn't have one, because I never mm-hmm. do anything according to what the sound is at the moment. Hallelujah. Now, that's interesting. Let me ask you a question, because you mentioned Boy George and Nona and them being wow to you. How does it feel being wow to so many others now that you're considered to be an icon? <laughs> In a lot of ways, it's still kind of surreal. Um, you know, I'm at that place now where people are like, I grew up on your music. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, but I still look this good? What? <laughs> but, you know, it's it's real, it's fact. It's what it is, and it's a blessing because a lot of people haven't done what I've done. Right. You know, a black woman from Baltimore writing, producing, DJing, you know, all on their own merit for 30 years in the business. Like, when's that happening? I'm creating history. Fact. You are living history. How about <laughs> Exactly. I celebrate that. You know, somebody, they, I always thought it was the highest compliment when someone says your music got me through. You know what I mean? Because, oh my gosh, yes. Yes. I mean, I mean, there are people that are like, you know, seriously, your music got me through. Like, we're on the verge of suicide and some other, you know, really detrimental things and have said, you know, certain songs that spoke to them. And that's powerful. You know, even when you feel like, you know, as artists, you sometimes feel like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You know, am I doing the right thing? Am I am I supposed to be in life? And then some, you know, I feel like God always sends me these um, these these little, you know, messages in all these various ways. And He'll send someone in in just some random moment as a confirmation. I call them confirmations from God um, to confirm that I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing and I am where I'm supposed to be. And it's things like that that are part of my confirmations. I get them. Well, I want to say that I had a really, really rough week on top of a rough month, on top of a couple of rough months. Um, You know, like um, somebody was saying that there's a meme with, um, what's his name, Uh, Michael J. Fox getting into the DeLorean and the doc saying, um, whatever you do, don't press 2020, you know, stay away from 2020. And and basically, oh, that's where, <laughs> yeah, so, but I I have to tell you that um, I've been listening to your music in preparation for this show over the past couple of days, and honestly, you 
have gotten me through. So I wanted, I'm so glad and so grateful to have the opportunity to thank you as face-to-face as we can be without masks. Um, You know, thank you very much, not just for today, but for all the years, because I've been listening to you for 30 years. And yeah. For the for the first time you you ever came on the show, I think you came on with Anaya Day or maybe with Robin S. I'm not sure, but y'all did a, a show together. It was Anaya, right? You know, I was in awe that day. That just in that same, oh my God, I can't believe, you know. And I'm still there. I'm still there, and forever grateful that you give us a yes. Um, I'm gonna ask you to give us. I'm going to ask you to give us something else because our our producer, our co-producer is asking for it. A drop, if you would. So if you could, hi, this is Ultra Nate, and you're listening. And No, wait, not you're listening. How, how's it going now? Hi, this is Ultra Nate, <laughs> and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. See, I'm so excited, y'all. I don't even know what I want to say. Hi, this is Ultra Nate, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. Oh my God, that was so clear! One it, take, one take, one take. That was beautiful. That was, that was almost like a song. That was. But wait, wait, could, could we play a little rapid fire before before she leaves? Oh, okay. You know we're gonna change it this time. You're gonna go first. I'm gonna go first. You're gonna go first. Yeah. She's. <laughs> Like, what are they doing? What are they doing? What this is, um, this is a word association. Oh, wait, 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 Rez. We have a caller on the line. I'm sorry. I got, you know, I'm so wrapped up in listening. Um, really, I'm, I clearly am taken because I have been ignoring all of the wonderful comments that people have been <laughs> giving. And now there's a caller. 2883 are the last four digits of your number. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is DJ Champagne, the boy mother's love. Ultra might know me as Chuck Moore. Ultra is one of my favorite people, one of my favorite artists, and she's been really killing the dance music scene for decades. And as you alluded to earlier, she looks like she's like 24. (laughs) It's amazing, and she's amazing. So I, I just really wanted to give her her props while I had the opportunity. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And much respect to Javon and Therese. Don't don't get it twisted. I'm not going to look over y'all. But Ultra knows for years that I just love her. So, you know, that's why that was at the forefront. But, you know, you guys deserve props for bringing artists to the masses in this manner. Thank you, thank you. Please let everybody know you a DJ. Let's get it. Let's get it. No question. No, no question. Peace and, and love, you, ladies. When you gig and let us know so we can let somebody else know. You know, let's we family. We gotta that. support each other. I will All right. Do that. All right. Thank you. Yeah, I'll be easy. You too. <laughs> yes. Well, Desire is... Desire and get it up. And you know, why not? I mean, why not get stuff back out? It's like, you know, it can all be digital now, so... Facts. 
there's a whole new generation of DJs there that, you know, never heard this stuff. So, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you. That's what it needs to be. Exactly. I'm telling you, and, and when I saw, I think I was on your Facebook page, and I saw that um, they released Desire, and I was like, oh, what? I said, let me let me see. And I started listening to all the different mixes, the different versions. It, depending on what you dig, like I'm an old school house head. So the version, the Joe, I think it, yeah, I think it's the Joey, the Joey Z version. Yeah, that that's the one that hits me. Yeah, but they, there's. Yeah. Oh my God, that's dope. See now, now I gotta come see you live. Oh man, see see what happens. See what happens. So. Um, I'm preparing to do one at some point. It just hadn't been high on my priority list. Okay. I mean, there were a lot of a lot of DJs doing them, so you know the music was out there. People were, you know, their souls were being fed, and um, I just didn't have the energy for it at that time because I really wanted. For me, it's like if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it 110 percent, and so that means there's no room for the other thing I need to do, which is mainly get the album finished, get the writing done. So I really needed to shut down all of the other things that draw my energy and my time and my focus and really just focus on finish writing, the writing component of the next album. Now that that's done, almost, probably by next week, I'll be completely done. There's like three more songs I want to write that I'm working on over the next week. Um, Once that's done, then I'll shift gears and, you know, think about more of the live stream, you know, people situation. You play any instruments? I don't. I don't. I wish I had I had learned growing up. I would love to play an instrument. I would love to play the, the drums, actually, and guitar. Well, you can learn those both now. I learned. Yeah, I, learned I, I had one more thing to my list. <laughs> I want to talk about it because I, I learned uh, playing the bass later in life. You know, um, maybe when I was younger, uh, other instruments, but I always wanted to play that bass. So I just said. Absolutely. Do you want to scroll through any of these comments, Yvonne? Okay, okay. Just just one or two, and then we'll do um, rapid fire. All right, all right. 
Um, oh, okay. You take two, I'll take two. How's that? Okay, so Shane Lewis found a cure, moved to swing, big up yeah. ultra. Um, <laughs> and she sings, y'all. I'm up first. Okay. appreciate you. Can you tell everybody how they can follow you, where they can follow you, how they can get your music? Oh, I'm 
Um, you know, I'm in all the usual places. Obviously, ultramatee.com um, has all everything in one centralized place. I'm on Facebook under Ultramatee. Um, Instagram is Ultramatee Music. Twitter, Ultramatee. And, you know, at some point, there's also a mixed cloud, same thing, everything's under Ultramatee. Mixed cloud, sound cloud, all of that tours, you know, DJ mixes and the whole nine. And um, yeah, so everybody just come on, support. I'm about to re-release my marketplace, my new t-shirt line, and release some new music, this Glasshouse album, and some t-shirts that have for that, and some, some classic t-shirts, some good stuff. Nice. And for those who are asking, how did you get your name, please? It's my birth name. Okay. All right. First name. Nothing to do with it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All mom. Nice. Shout out to mom. to get close to somebody that's close to somebody that knows the story. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it. <laughs> Thank you so much, darling. You know, we appreciate you so much. Thank you. Oh, my God. 